I outline everything that I'm looking for. Because here's the thing. Here's here's the one thing that many people don't understand about how our brain works and why it does what it does. Why the action of not just writing it down and then taking this document and turning it into pictures and visualizing it on your like in front of you. Our brains do not know the difference between fiction and reality. It just doesn't know. Our brains don't know, right? And the cool thing about it is that you get to use that to your advantage by writing it again in present tense. How what 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 are you like you're not like I will have I I have right now this house in Monaco overlooking the water and you visualize it. You close your eyes and visualize it, you cut out the picture and you put it on the board. Your mind doesn't know the difference. I'll say three things, right? One, a salary is a drug your employer gives you to give up on your dreams, to quit your dreams. When you think of it that way, it's very sobering. The second comes from my friend Earl Nightingale. Your rewards in life are going to be commensurate with the degree of difficulty of what you do and how hard it is to replace you. How many people are lined up to take that job the second you can't do it anymore? The third thing that you say on that front is, are you really ever secure in a paycheck? You just mentioned that every two weeks it magically shows up. Well, you just illustrated that within a two-week time frame or whatever time frame that was, that can evaporate pretty quickly. And so to get yourself into a bulletproof wealth scenario, you just have to have multiple income streams. I don't care how big your salary is. It's one damn income stream, okay? You need five, six, seven to truly be secure. You're listening to the Real Estate Runway Podcast, powered by Quattro Capital, where we're all about alternative business and investment strategies to help you amplify life and maximize wealth. Here's your host, Chad, the investment maverick. All right, all right, all right. Real Estate Runway family, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Runway podcast. I have with me Augustino Pintas on the phone today. We're going to talk a little bit about resolutions towards building your wealth in 2024. This is the host of the Bulletproof Cash Flow Show in the flesh. We have him right here. And after some uh, mutual mic issues, we finally got it figured out. So we're ready to rock and roll. Folks, before we get into the meat of the show, if you get any value out of this or any other piece of content we produce, like it, share it, just pay it forward. Make sure someone else like you gets to hear this message and we'll remind you of that at the end as well. So without further ado, Augustino, welcome to the show, man. This one's been a long Chad. time. Coming. Yes, Chad, my man. Good seeing you. Good seeing you. Good seeing you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And you know, as we customarily do here on the show, let's walk your storyline a little bit before we get into what we're going to talk about today with wealth resolutions. How'd you get where you are today? Tell me, tell me the high points, the low points. Tell yeah. us who you are. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I've been, I've been one of those kids, an uh, entrepreneur my entire life. This is, I was a child. I wanted to have my own business. I was one of those kids. And I ended up uh, going to engineering school, learning technology. The technology was my thing. And I went through corporate learning or building technology groups. So, you know, running large enterprise technology for publicly co traded companies, private companies. And I found that, you know, I, I saw a meme the other day. It, it's like, 
you know, the 40, 40, 40 plan, you know, you really have to be into the 40, 40, 40 plan. You know what the 40, 40, 40 plan is, right? You know, I've been out of corporate for a while. Tell me what that one is. <laughs> so the 40, 40, 40 plan is the one that most people are, are subscribed to right now, right? This, they, they work 40 years of their life. I'm sorry, 40 hours a week for, uh, for 40 years of their life. And they only get 40% of the money because the government stole 60%. Okay. Taxes, I'm with you. Right? I haven't heard it's this. 40, 40, 40. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It really is. But you know, I, I think that at the time when I was still working in corporate, I was like, you know, you're kind of like doing the thing, right? You're showing up at a job, you're doing your thing, you're getting your check and you're, you're always like, and you're like you, no matter how much money you make, you're still like just getting by it seems, right? It doesn't matter how much money you make. And, you know, as a C-level executive, I was making pretty decent money. And I, I was I, like, even though I'd done real estate for quite a bit, I didn't really focus on it. I was focusing on my career. Until one day, I was working at uh, this this technology company. The guy who hires me on, he quit the company. New guy comes in, hates my guts, and says, "You know what? You get out. Get get your G, your GTFO box and leave." And you know what the GTFO box is? I have to explain that. I think we can <laughs> uh, we can infer that acronym. <laughs> you can Google that later. Google it on your own time. It's not safe for work, right. right? So they hand you the box, and now you're out. And here I am in my forties, like. Okay, how many more times can I rely on some outside group, some outside company? If there's a change in some of some kind, you're you're done, you're toast. And and the older you get, the less marketable, unfortunately, you become. It's it's the cold truth. I mean, it's, it's yeah. I'm not saying it to be a jerk. It's how it is. And you know what? It was so I decided I was going to go all in on real estate. At that point, I'd been doing real estate on and off, mostly smaller deals, like single family, small multifamily for like, I don't know, 13, 14 years. But I was just dabbling. I was a dabbler, right? Yeah. But once I realized, once I made my, a commitment to myself that I was not going to do that anymore, I'm going to go all in on real estate. I'm going to do one more consulting gig. I'm never doing this again. So, to, so I found the right market. To, I chose the market to go to. I went into that market, took a consulting gig, and got to work building the business. So today we have about 1,600 units, about $350 million of, of uh, work that we're doing right now and three lines of business and development in uh, stabilized acquisitions and in net lease. And we also have an education and coaching business where we help people get into the game, right? Uh, certainly wasn't easy for me. It was not an easy journey by any stretch because I had to like figure it out and fumble along on my own. Sure. Uh, which is one of the core reasons why we started our coaching business to help people really blow it up in the world of real estate. Yeah. And just, you know, get success leaves clues folks. And so you might as well watch what we've done, watch what Augusto, Augusto has done, Augustino, good Lord. And uh, yeah, all the good things there. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing with Bulletproof Cashflow. I mean, you, you talk a lot about mindset and things of that sort. Let's kind of pivot into, you know, your passion on that front before we get into the show today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's one of those things that uh, many people are not I'm not aware of what they're capable of until they're faced with something, right? And, and, and unfortunately, in the world of corporate, like I said earlier, you, you show up and a check magically shows up in your bank account two weeks later, right? There are these people, and again, must slam on corporate, but you have to keep in mind, look at it this perspective. When you're working in corporate, they're paying you just enough for you to not to quit, right? They're, they're buying your dream two weeks at a time. Because I'm sure many people do not want to be working in corporate forever. 
maybe they do, maybe they don't, not, not, my, not, not my choice, right? But at a minimum, you really have to be able to understand how to make that leap, how to take that leap. And, and that's what Bulletproof cash flow is. It's a media and education business, and we help people take that leap, and they don't have to do it by themselves. That's the cool thing about how we structure our stuff. And once we demonstrate how it's done and why you do a deal, how you put it together, how you underwrite it, how you select your lenders, all that fun stuff, and once you understand it, then it becomes readily apparent how to do it, right? And I think for many people, what holds them back is fear and not having the right mindset, you know? Because I would imagine for many, many people out there that are listening right now, that when they were kids, they never dreamed that they would be doing what they're doing today. Again, I'm not slamming on anybody here, but it's more like thinking about what would you rather be doing? Would you rather be uh, spending time with your family right now? Or would you rather be pushing a pencil for some boss you don't even like? It's interesting. it's interesting you say it that way, Augustino, because I mean, I'll, I'll say three things, right? One, a salary is a drug your employer gives you to give up on your dreams, to quit your dreams. Okay. If, when you think of it that way, it's very sobering. The second comes from my friend Earl Nightingale, who, well, I don't know him, but he's been, uh, I've listened to his voice as many other have, you know, since what the sixties or something when it was recorded, but, uh, or way earlier than that, your rewards in life are going to be commensurate with the degree of difficulty of what you do and how hard it is to replace you, which is why CEOs make what they make and a janitor makes what he makes and a bus driver and, and so on, right? It's like, how many people are lying in an engineer, a doctor, whatever, how many people are lined up to take that job the second you can't do it anymore? Right. And so the third thing that you say on that front is, you know, are you really ever secure in a paycheck? You know, you just mentioned right. that every two weeks it magically shows up. Well, you just illustrated that within a two week time frame or whatever time frame that was, that can evaporate pretty quickly, you know? And so to get yourself into a bulletproof wealth scenario, you just have to have multiple income streams. And look, I'm not saying don't, if you, if you love your job, if you're a doctor, if you're a teacher, whatever you do to contribute to society that you love, do it. But guess what? I don't care how big your salary is. It's one damn income stream. Okay. You need five, six, seven to truly be secure. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. And the cool thing about the real estate game is that you don't have to do it by yourself, right? You don't need to do it. I mean, certainly I, I, I personally believe that if you're going to be investing money in some sort of vehicle, you should at least understand where it's going. Like, that's just how I think about it. You know, it's, yeah. it's like, it's like similar to the 401k back in corporate days. Uh, I maxed out the 401k for whatever the match is. And, you know, not necessarily anything wrong with that. You know, why, why give up free money? You know, it yeah, it's free money. Right. But, but here, but here's, but here's the real, here's the real thing, though, right? You take this cash that you bust your butt for, you throw it in a box, and magically they'll give you a portion of it back. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. You don't. But you're not controlling your cash. You're not controlling your money. That's the problem, right? At least if you're invested in a real estate deal and you're looking at a real estate deal and you're partnered with other individuals who are tracking this giant deal or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a giant deal, but any type of deal, right? Like. They're, they're going to have a lot more people interested in its success and interested in your success. And not to mention all the depreciation, all the appreciation you get on the deal. I mean, it's a whole different type of way of thinking, which is why like the whole mindset, it's, it requires a whole mindset shift. And, you know, looking back at it today, it's very easy to think about it 
and, 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 you know, and, and really share this information. But when you're in that mode, when you're doing the, the 40, the 40, 40, 40 plan, it's somewhat difficult to even think that it's even possible. I know because I was there. I, I was get there. it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and what, 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 probably took a punch in the face, i.e. you got the box. HR comes in with the box. <laughs> get the, fill up the box with your stuff and get out. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's, that maybe, I don't know if that's a tip for you, right? But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a really good entrepreneur. I'm not a really good, you know, employee. I'm just not my, it's not my bag. That's okay. Um, but it's, you know, I think for the, for the investors, they want to make sure that I'm a really good entrepreneur. It's, I think it's, it works to their benefit. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Entrepreneurs don't follow well. We, we're not led well. I mean, it's just, it is what right. it is. But, right. um, and it took me many years to learn that. I, I also was in corporate for a long time. So folks, it is January 5th, 2024. Hard to believe on the day that we're recording this, when you're listening to this, it is probably late January, early February. I can't really tell you that because depending how thick our episode queue is, we release one or two a week, but it's still early enough in the year where you've probably already come up with a new year's resolution and already screwed it up on day five. So we're just going to go ahead and put that behind us. Okay. Cause I'm here to tell you new year's resolutions are BS. They don't work planning and execution works. It doesn't have to be the new year. It can be March, April, May, but we're going to talk a little bit here today about how to talk, how to, how to get your mind around a new year's wealth resolution. And that's going to take planning. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take education. This is not something you're going to do for five days and it's going to work. Right. But let's, let's kind of go that direction a little bit, Augustino. So when I, when I say those words to you, I, I can already see like jumping off the mute button here. What, uh, what do you think? Where, where should we start? Yeah, it, it's, you're, you're hundred percent right. This whole resolution thing is nonsense, but at the same time too, it's as humans, we, we like to put things in buckets. You ever notice that we like to put things in, especially Americans, Americans love putting things in containers and buckets and separating yep. things out. Very different than in Canada where I was born and raised I'm currently in Colombia right now. It's very different than here. It's a very cultural thing, but it's also, that culture is what makes America great, right? Is what is what makes it what makes it great, and what makes these entrepreneurs succeed is just a way of thinking. And I'll tell you what, though, the with this whole resolution thing, oftentimes uh, many people they, they mess it up by first not defining what the actual goal or goals are for the next twelve months, and, and it can be fairly daunting. Right to oh my god twelve months what the hell am I going to do in twelve months I mean listen it's sure it's it's a long period of time when you're trying to chart it out okay how about if you define the next thirty days what's going to happen in the next thirty days the next sixty days nine days and, and say quarter or uh, or four months right if you can define that upfront what you want to see a change as a change in your life or at least towards a substantial change. To really help get you to where you want to go by the by the next December that you just passed, right? That's what it takes, and and you know it it took a while for me to figure that out. That's a sit that I still sit down and I think about my goals every single day. I write it out. I have a vision board, a giant vision board. It's two two boards put together with all all everything defined. On that vision board, I have all the personal things that I want to see, that the business I want to build, the friendships I want to make. And, but without first defining where you're steering your ship, you're, you're just going to end up floating around 
through space and time, just going from day to day to day. And that's just a terrible way to live. It really is, you know? And, and when I, and I felt like when I was in corporate, that's, that's how it was. But for many people that may be listening to this or listening to real estate shows in general, they're afraid to take that leap. You know, they're, they just don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. But I'll tell you, I think if you get in the right group, the right mastermind, and you learn how to achieve those goals that you want to see in your life, it's a very, very, very inexpensive way, believe it or not, it's a very inexpensive way to visualize and, and realize your dreams. Because like the price of admission for many, many masterminds is far less than the mistakes you're going to make if you try to do it on your own. Far less. Hand to God, swear. I, I could tell you right now, I made some mistakes, <laughs> right? And to say that I never made any mistakes would be, would, would, you know, it's not true. Everybody, everybody makes mistakes, right? And, uh, but you know what? It's, um, there, there's, you'd rather learn from someone else's mistakes rather than trying to make it on your own. You know, that's, that's a cool thing. But if anybody has any type of resolution to start building their business, the first step is to, is to actually do the work, learn how to underwrite a deal, get into a program, uh, start networking with other people in that mastermind and, and learn from each other as well. And that's how we help people right now in that line of business. You know, we really help people and I deliver the material. Like I'm the guy who's actually delivering the information is me. I don't pass it off to some other coach that doesn't know what the hell they've done. And believe me, there are guys out there that pass on their, their whole student body to some coach who's never actually closed a deal before. I'm not going to mention names, but they're out there. To me, it's terrible. It's, it's not, it's not genuine. It's not real. Like I've closed plenty of deals. You know, I, I'm the, People in our, in our group, they learn from the mistakes I made. And they also learn from the successes too, of course, right? That's where you want to be. That's where you, you want to be around people like that. Yeah, you know, proximity is power. And, uh, and, and it's, not, you know, it's not even just about closing the deals, folks. I mean, once you, once you catch the shiny thing, it's like, okay, what do I do with the shiny thing? You got to learn how to operate with excellence right. and actually make the thing do what you said it's going to do. It doesn't just happen, you know? You're running a little business here. So, you know, and I, lo I love some of the stuff you said there. I mean, your network is your net worth. Proximity is power. I can go all day long with sayings like that of the people, you know, you're the sum of the five people you hang around. Like if you want to learn something, get in the damn room where these people are, right? Whether that's a mastermind, real estate group, even if you're just listening to a bunch of podcasts, you have to get in the room where the knowledge is because I promise you, and again, hand to heart, I've done this, right? I have both pursued multiple education programs at a time, you know, both from gurus, books, podcasts, YouTube channels, whatever. And you find common denominators, things that you can take away from it. You start to form your strategy or you can just go it alone and go figure it out. And you're going to make three, four, five, six figure mistakes. And so you're going to pay for it either way, right? If you're, yeah. if you're getting into this world might as well try to at least learn the mistakes that will end you if you do it wrong, you know? And so let, let's talk about putting this plan together a little bit. You mentioned is working backwards. You mentioned a vision board. So maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. And I'm going to talk a little bit about master vision, which is a very similar thing. It's not a board, it's a document. But the point is I write down in every aspect of my life and I update this frequently but it is 10 years down the road for me. Like if I woke up tomorrow and that's 10 years down the road, what does my best life look like? 
What am I working towards? And not having this, folks, you can set weekly, daily, hourly goals all you want to, but if you don't know where you're going, you're still just going to be zigzagging around the ocean just like a cruise ship without a nav system until you eventually run into an iceberg or something, right? So yeah. it helps to know if you're going to London, set your nav to London, you know, or if you're going to Africa, whatever you're doing, you have to know where you're going. So, you know, for me, that is that that thing is called a master vision where I write down every, you know, in my spiritual life and my business life, my personal finances, my relationship with my wife, with my kids, you know, what are my kids like all those different categories, whatever's important to you, you just have to write it down, make a little, like just write, write 10 categories to start with. And you may build on this, but one of them could be personal fitness. One of them could be personal faith. One of them could be, uh, you know, your, your financial situation. One could be your relationship with your spouse. Just fill things like that in a little box and just write a few bullets about what's true about that 10 years from now. And you'll, you'll, you'll suck at it the first time. I'm going to tell you that it's okay. You know, but you started and you look at that every dang day or at least once a week. And you start to realize when things come up in your life and you have a, a decision to make, sometimes those will start popping into your head and you start to realize that a great movie came out recently, boys in the boat. Does it make the boat go faster? It was the Olympic rowing team from some country. But the point was in that decision, if your goal is to be, you know, for me, I'm a little guy. If my goal is to be 180 pounds, right? And I'm looking at a box of, of Krispy Kreme donuts. Wow, those are good. I love Krispy Kreme donuts. But does that get me to that 10-year goal of where I, what, what I want my body to look like, my physique? The answer is no. You might start having that pop in your mind and you might make little incremental decisions differently, right? So I just went on a tangent there, but, but you know, tell me about your vision board. How, how does it compare contrast to what I just said? That's actually quite similar, you know, and I think the act of writing down what you're, what you're, what you envision your life to be is absolutely critical. Like, I don't, I don't break it up into categories as much as I, I write the stuff in present tense. Yeah. And it's, it's, just, it's just a free flow of how do you envision your life? I'm, I'm 60 years old. How do I see what, where, where am I? What am I doing? I'm, I'm a multimillionaire. I live in, I live in Monaco. I have, I have a, four, I have a, a multi-car collection of Ferraris and Lambos. I have a whatever, whatever it might be, right? I outline everything that I'm looking for because here's the thing. Here's, here's the one thing that many people don't understand about how our brain works and why it does what it does. Why the action of not just writing it down and then taking this document and turning it into pictures and visualizing it on your, like, in front of you. Our brains do not know the difference between fiction and reality. It just doesn't know. Our brains don't know, right? And the cool thing about it is that you get to use that to your advantage by writing it again in present tense. How, what, what, what are you, like, you're not like, I will have, I, I have right now this house in Monaco overlooking the water and you visualize it. You close your eyes and visualize it. You cut out the picture and you put it on the board. Your mind doesn't know the difference. And then what your, but here's what your brain does. The reticular activating system starts looking for the opportunities that you need to get to that point. It doesn't, again, it doesn't know the difference. That's the cool thing. The reticular activating system is a real thing. Uh, how, let me give you an example. Is there, Chad, is there ever a car that you really wanted to buy? Like some car came out and then next thing you know, everywhere you look, you see that car now. You ever see that? 
Oh yeah, or especially after you buy it, or even if you're just thinking about it. If it's a red Jeep, you're going to see red Jeeps everywhere. It's ridiculous. Right, but were they not there before? Probably so. You know, it's I like didn't notice. Them. Yeah, right. You didn't notice it because your reticular activating system, your brain, it didn't even compute. It wasn't even there. But once you put it in your head of what you want to see happen, you start seeing the opportunities. And that's why the reticular activating system, using that to your advantage, because the reticular activating system can also use, can be used towards negative stuff too, which is why when you're sitting down and visualizing the life that you want, you're obviously going more into a positive state. You don't want to, you want to avoid the negative stuff because whenever you see those people on Facebook that have all this negative stuff happening to them, they're always bitching and complaining about something. It's almost like you're attracting that and your reticular activating system is looking for the negativity and pulling, pulling these awful people into your life, right? It works the same way too, you know? And um, if someone out there really has a vision to like say, get into the first duplex, it takes more than just reading a book because your, your brain, your brain right now, aside from the neocortex, which is where all the thinking takes place, right? Our brains are designed to keep us safe, all right? We're still an animal here. We're an animal and it's designed to keep us safe. So is it safer to read a book or spend 200 grand on a deal? You know, what's safer? Reading the book is safer, right? That's what your brain says. So what's the brain gonna do? Oh, brain's gonna convince you that you're you're doing a lot of action by sitting here with this book and reading it all day. Oh yeah, see, I'm getting to my goal. Then you're not. You're not gonna get to your goal like that. The only way to get to your goal is to actually do the work. You gotta, you gotta, sure you have to study. I'm not saying not to study, but if it takes study and then takes the steps that necessary to get to where you want to go, and that's that's where a lot of people get hung up. Like these are all things I did not know. Like in, in corporate, again, that that salary, that drug is not only just there to keep you. It's like it's not just there to keep you sitting in that chair, typing on that keyboard, sending emails to people you didn't even like. It's not just about that. What, are, what else aren't you doing? You're not developing your entrepreneurial mind. You're not growing your business. You're not growing your wealth. And I think that that time that we lose doing things like that, is it, it's incredibly, incredibly valuable. And we, we, don't, we, don't, um, we don't value that time as much as we should. You know, that's the sad part. And, and I, w- I wish I could go back in time and I would have I would have done the real estate thing in my 30s if I would have known. Yeah. You know, I was doing real estate small. I was doing small real estate in my 30s. I would have been doing big, big, big stuff. The stuff I do now, I would have been doing that in my 30s as opposed to, you know, doing the small stuff that I realized late in life. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, hindsight literally is always 2020. And, and recently hindsight is 2020. It was only three years ago, you know, but, but anyway, if we... <laughs> What don't misunderstand what Augustino was saying here. You know, he's not saying that learning is not an important part of the process. He's saying sitting in learning mode and never taking any action is not going to get you out of learning mode. Right. And so you're going to have to read that book. You're going to have to join that mastermind, be part of that group, you know, get in the right room, but don't just stay there. Eventually you have to do something. Right. And, And again, whether your goal is to build wealth, to invest in real estate, to build a syndication company, whatever it is, this applies to you as well, you know? And so I'm curious how, so we've, we've talked about the 10 year vision and the vision board and, you know, there's no wrong way to do this folks. The point is program your brain as a man thinketh or as a woman thinketh such shall be right. You have to program your brain to where you're going. And so once you do that, you know, let's use an analogy here. 
if I say, okay, I, my, my vision is I want to go to Florida and I'm in Tennessee. Okay. Well, if I just set out my, out my door without a compass or a map, I might wind up in Pennsylvania. I don't know the first steps to take. Right. And so to use that stupid little analogy, the next thing you have to do is chunk your 10 year goals. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it's okay to have a 10 year goal or, or however many year goal that you don't know how to get to. You cannot sit down and write down all the steps A to A to Z to get there. And that's part of the process. You have to learn. So what, what do I do? You know, and I want to hear what you do as well. And maybe what you coach your students on doing Augustino, but what I do, I chunk, you know, my next set of goals that I set are three year goals. Why? Because five's too long. And entrepreneurs and high performers will overestimate what they can do in a week, but underestimate what they can do in a year. And so you want three year goals and guess what? In three years, there are 12 quarters, right? And so I established my somewhat vague, but pointing towards, sorry, not vague. They're quantifiable, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. Three year goals. And those goals point towards the North star, which is my 10 year goals. And this is where I start taking action. Now, I can, I can write a first quarter plan. I said there's 12 quarters in three years. I can now say, okay, what five things do I need to accomplish in 20 or sorry, in, in the next three months that point me towards my three-year goals that point me towards my 10-year goals? And guess what? When I accomplish those, I'm either going to be ahead or behind of schedule. And then I'll do my next three months and then my next three months. And the path becomes a little more clear. You remember those old video games where it was like all cloudy on the map. And as you walked around, things got clear. You know, I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit, but that is kind of the idea. And then once you have that quarterly plan, now you can decide. And this is to, to your, you know, to your prerogative, you can set daily goals. You can set weekly. I do weekly. You know, I have a weekly thing that I say, okay, I'm going to accomplish this this week that gets me towards those three month goals that get me towards the three year goals that get me towards the 10 year goals. So you're all, the question is, it's, it's a primary question. Am I making progress when you can confidently and with resounding words say, yes, you know, you've got a system that works for you. All right. Now let me yep. give that to you. I want to hear what you're doing because I'm sure you've got something awesome as well. Yeah, it's actually quite similar. Uh, we only really do it for one year for many for so we have two tracks in our in in our masterminds so we have the advantage and the accelerator the advantage is for really people just starting out in real estate more or less the accelerator is usually for people that are already experienced in real estate and they want to go to the next level maybe through syndication capital raising things like that for the people that enter our advantage program they've typically never ever ever done the type of planning that you're talking about. I'm talking about. They've never done it. So I, I break it down to a one year. Where do you want to be in one year? Yeah. Let's talk about just one year. And then, yes, we do exactly that. We, we break up to quarterly and then we also break it up into weekly. And it's funny, what I also make them do is document it and put it into a Google Sheet, right? So it's a Google Sheet and then, you, and then you print, like, I tell them to print off a bunch of these things and put it all over the house. So everywhere they go, they run into the sheet. This yeah. is what you need to do. This, I mean, it's crazy. But here's the thing. The cool thing is that one day, 10 years from now, you're going to stumble on one of those sheets, just as I have. And there's, uh, I, I found an old one, and it said, I want to buy 50 units this quarter or something, right? Or I'm going to raise, raise $100,000 this quarter. And it's funny because I won't even look at 50 units anymore. Like, I won't even touch it. 
I stay away from it. You know, it's like it's too small, right? And your minimum but check size is probably a hundred thousand. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, easy. So it's it's bizarre, but it's you also get a kick out of it too. It's, it's 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 really really cool. But that's that's what I'm saying. When I said earlier about the mindset, like we're not capable. We don't know that we're capable of doing these really cool things. We just don't know it. But once you document it and you put in the work to get to that first ninety day mark, right? And you do it, you're like, oh my god, I did it! Wow, what's the next ninety days going to look like? You know, it gets it gets to be very, very, very exciting. That's why for, for many, many people out there, they see entrepreneurs that are always excited all the time. It's usually because they're. This is one of the reasons why they see the progress and it's measurable. To your point a second ago, they see what's happening, and it's super exciting. And I mean, and you know, there's someone listening right now. I know there is. They're saying, "What a bunch of foo foo nonsense! This is crap. This is stupid." I can assure you. 100%. This stuff works, guys. It does work. Everybody, Elon does it. I do it. Oprah does it. Everybody, all, all the most successful people in yes. the ever hear of, that's what they do. This is exactly how they do it. There's no secret formula. Nobody gave them the money. They just have to figure it out and they work. It's it, it, that's And that's how it's done. I mean, I wish there was some magic pill or a magic book. No, it doesn't exist. Work. It takes work. <laughs> That's right. And, and folks, that's why you hear the words mindset and goal setting all over the place. And you're like, oh, yeah, this again. Well, guess what? There's a reason everyone's saying those words. And no, mindset yeah. is not like the force on Star Wars. No one knows what the hell the force is. You know, people say, use the force. You're like, what is the force? I don't know. But it's, people have that reaction when I say you need to build mindset. You need to work on your mindset. And like, what? what is mindset? Well, so let, let's answer that question in our words here. We've talked a lot about goal setting. Let's talk about the mindset and how, how to get your thoughts out of, out of your own way so that you can actually move on this. So, so what, is that, what, what does mindset mean to you? Just off the cuff, own words. Mindset is software. Software that runs the hardware. What is hardware? Hardware is this. Everything that our hands, our legs, our stomachs, our eyes, all this is hardware. The software is what runs all this stuff, right? The operating system, think of it like that. Part of the operating system of a computer keeps the computer regulated at, at, at the right temperature to make sure the core doesn't overheat. It does a whole bunch of things. But what it also does is, is show you on a screen the same way it's doing right now and listening to what we're saying and recording what it's saying, right? So it's an operating system. It can run different types of operating systems on a computer. You can run Linux, you can run Apple OS, you can run Windows, whatever, right? So if you have a computer, you have one that runs Windows, one that runs Linux, and like, and maybe the other one runs an Apple OS of some sort. And all the same, it's all the same hardware. The only difference is the software, and the software will make a big, big difference. And the software is programmable. It's not easy to reprogram. I'll tell you that. I mean, it took. It, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, I just read one book, and next thing you know, everything's fine in my life. No, uh, it wasn't. I, I wish I could say that. It, it took. It took. It took some time to really. And some introspection, I suppose, to really define what did I want my life to look like, you know. And um, when I came across on the shortness of life by Seneca, that book, that book changed my entire life. That book changed my entire life. Um, I heard of that book on uh, one of these. This, this social media guy mentioned it, and I read it. And there's one passage in there that I still remember this very day. The, the, the average man lives their life as if they have unlimited days. 
right? So we think that we're going to live here forever. We're going to be, we're going to look as beautiful as we do today, right, Chad? We're going to look like this forever. We're going to be forever young, right? No, you got to put in the work. You got to build the wealth. You got to preserve what, what you got to preserve what you have, and 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 really, what does life mean to you? Spending time with your family, maybe. Maybe it's going. Maybe it's traveling. Uh, maybe it is, um, you know, spending time on whatever you want to do, you know, it's like, but living life on your terms ultimately is what it is and changing the software again, hardest thing to do, but when you do it, it's totally worth it. And changing that software means getting in the right room. Like you said a second ago, Chad, it's, you have to be in the right room. You got to be around the right people that are, that are pushing you along the way. You have to, you have to have, you have to have friends that force you to level up. That's where you, that's who you want that's to be. It. That's it. And folks, I'm going to tell you, this is a hard truth. If you, if you commit to starting to upgrade your life, if you start making tangible moves in the direction of your, of your one, five, 10 year, whatever you decide to set, if you start upgrading your life, you're going to, you're probably going to wind up losing about 90% of your current social circle, because when you upgrade your life, you'll no longer be compatible with them. And and it won't be that, I mean, for, to no fault of anyone is that you are the sum average of the five people you spend the most time around. And if you find by trying to do this, well, wow, four of those people are really pulling me away from all this. You're going to become less apt to, to be around them. And you're going to upgrade to people who will support and push you towards what you're trying to do. And, and you know, the, I've got one more soapbox to get on and then I want to hear yours and we're going to land the plane here because we could, we could just, man, brother, we could talk on this all day long, Augustine. I get so passionate about this because once you learn it, you can't unlearn it. You can, it's like, it's like the matrix. Yeah. You can't unsee the matrix, you know? That's right. <laughs> but, you know, we're talking about negativity versus positivity, right? And we talked about the reticular activating system. And, and if you, if you want a red Jeep, all of a sudden you see red Jeeps everywhere or whatever it is, Right. The same thing happens with positivity and negativity. So I want you to just close your eyes where you are for a minute and think about a negative thing is a red ball and a positive thing is a white ball. Envision you're looking at a bucket of ping pong balls that has a bunch of mixed red and whites in there. Now, if you envision and you can you go buy some ping pong balls, if you don't believe me or draw this on a piece of paper, you know, but if you focus all your attention on that one red dot, I don't care if you have nothing but white dots or white balls, white ping pong balls around it. If you start looking at that red dot and just focusing on it, your brain is going to start making those white dots appear pink. If you see what I did there, you, you focusing on one negative thing just tainted all the positive things around. It. And if you take the converse of that. If you look at a sea of red balls or even just a mixture of the two and you focus all your attention on the white balls, those red balls start to appear not so red, so pink. So if you can follow my analogy here, folks, if you dwell on the negative, this is a mindset. This is part of mindset. If you dwell on the negative, other things, it's going to taint the positive things. Other things will appear less positive or even negative. If you dwell on the positive things, the negative things will become less negative. You see what I'm saying? So it's a powerful trick you should take. And I want to give you a chance to respond. I know you're going to, and then we got to land the plane, but what, what do you think about that one, man? Yeah, it's, um, there's someone listening right now. They're saying, man, come on. How do you, how do you do that? Man? Are you serious right now? And I, you're like, listen, there's there's someone out there right now going through a disaster in their life. Maybe they have a bad partner screwing them on a bunch of different deals or 
whatever, right? It's extremely hard to stay positive when you're on a sinking ship and you have to somehow grab the bucket and start getting rid of all the water and while fixing it at the same time. I mean, it's extremely difficult. I'm not saying, you're not saying, Chad, that it's easy to try to do this, right? To stay positive, but it's a fundamental approach that it requires. That's why it requires a deep, a deep focus. And part of it is part of the whole exercise of writing the stuff out. It's not just about goal setting. It's also about that reprogramming in your head to say, look, okay, look, this quarter, I'm going to get rid of this, this issue or group of issues. I'm going to get this out of my life. But you know what though? Once I do, the following quarter is going to be awesome because I'm not going to be, I'm, not, I'm going to have this albatross on me and have to carry around when I'm dealing with all this, this crap, right? So that's, that is the best, that's how I handle those types of scenarios, right? Because I'm not going to say, oh yeah, hey, chat everything, sunshine and rainbows in my life. Real estate is hard, okay? It's not easy like the gurus say it is. It's not. It's hard. It's a tough business, okay? And, but you know what though? It's, it's totally worth it. It is, but you just have to, again, know what you're doing and not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows. And that's how I make it through is I have to sit down and, and understand and realize, okay, what, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And where am I going? That's, you know, so it's like, I'll get through this crap. I will deal with it. I will get through it. Yes. Once I do, then, then I get to really blow it up. What's coming next. But first, you know what? There's always a bad, everybody goes through bad stuff. Everybody does. Everybody does, and that's uh, it's, it's just part of life. But staying, keeping it as positive as you can, certainly that's that's a big part of it. It's, it. I struggle with it too. I have to I have to you know pinch myself every so often <laughs> to remind myself, you know, and, and do my goals. And whenever I get depressed, I do my goals and write them out. I say, remember, oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's what I'm doing. I, I, and you get reinvigorated again. Right? That's. That's the best advice I can give on, on how to stay positive, even when times are extremely hard. Yeah, that, that's the mic drop moment of the episode, folks. And, and look, I mean, yeah, when you're going through the hard time, right, it, it's, it, it, we're not at all saying, like you said it perfectly, we're not at all saying, okay, just act like nothing's wrong, sunshine. You, no, it's going to be hard, right? But when, when we say stay positive, how can you turn it into, into a good thing? An example is, okay, gee, hmm. Some some higher power, if you're a believer of it's God, if, I mean, you're welcome to say whatever it is, but the universe, whatever you whatever you look to. But if you are receiving a bad situation, a bad event, you're probably being taught a lesson. So rather than being down on yourself and focusing on the negative, focus on the lesson, you know, figure out what do I need to learn here to become who I need to be to have what I want to have, you know, and so that that's that's it, folks. And so, you know, in the spirit of real estate runway, to land the plane back on the runway, Augustino, a couple of questions to get to know you, then we'll let you get back to your busy day. So thank you so much for being with us. Um, first one, what what is your super, I think we heard a lot of it today, but what's your superpower, man, in life or business? You know, my superpower is, um, I'm, I'm really, really good at putting deals together. When it comes to like business stuff, like I'm the guy that puts the deals together. I'm the guy that, that, that. That, uh, that builds out good, strong deals and makes the deals happen, you know, um, because of my personality type, uh, I'm the Enneagram eight wing seven. If anybody doesn't know what that is, definitely look, look into that. It's, it's amazing stuff, right? The Enneagram is, is tremendous. 
um, and, and very well suited and geared to do those types of specific things, right? So I would say that's that's probably just one of the many superpowers. I love that. And and flip the coin, man. What's your biggest failure, life or business, and what'd you learn from it? Um, I don't know if it's my biggest failure, but I think it's a failure that's worth noting that would be valuable to your to your uh, your your audience. You have to watch who you partner with. Be aware of who you partner with. And, and here, here's, here's a quick thing to consider when you are looking or someone is looking to partner with you, you're partnering with them, you know, whatever. Set a time to meet somewhere. 6 p.m. at Starbucks, great. If they don't show up on time, or they show up late, 6.15, 6.30, all the time, as you're working through whatever it is that you're working through and they don't have the same diligence that you do, don't force it, dump them, get rid of them, go find someone else. Because I find, I found that there's only happened to me one time. And then, you know, I wouldn't say it's my biggest mistake. I was able to dodge that bullet, but it would have been a huge mistake. if I would have partnered with that guy for sure. Right. But it, it, because it became readily apparent that if this individual can't even show up to a meeting that they set up, actually, <laughs> they set a meeting and they couldn't even show up on time, what are they going to do when we have to go raise a million dollars? What are they going to do when there's a, a major problem and we have to meet with a lender and now they, they're, they're MIA? You know, what happens, right? If they can't even show up to a thing that they, that they defined, they're clearly not serious. That's how I see it. You know, they have to have a high degree of diligence, in my opinion. That's just one thing. But if they can't even pass that, get rid of them. That's good. Folks, partnerships are like marriages, but a lot harder to get out of. Divorcing a partnership is not as easy as the wedding. <laughs> they certainly are. <laughs> they certainly are. <laughs> All right, man. Last question. I, I want to give you give you some time for a shameless plug, man. Tell me what you're doing over at Bulletproof uh, Cash Flow Show. Where can we find it? Tell me about any programs you have. Like, like if the audience wanted to interact with you more, where do we find you? Sure, 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 absolutely. So, uh, I, as I alluded to earlier, Bulletproof Cash Flow is a media education business, and we help people get into the real estate game and, and build success in the real estate game. More importantly. Uh, we have our, our two tracks, like I said before, you know, for people who want to do small multifamily or get started in the real estate biz. And we also have the folks that really want to blow it up in real estate. Both are 50 week masterminds, 50 weeks delivered by yours truly. And again, I'll pass it on to some other dude or whatever, right? I'm the guy delivering the content because I'm the guy that's actually done it. That's very important to me. This is why I started this, this whole scenario. And we have an online component. There's also, I don't know. 50 hours of training online for each program. And um, I mean, it's, 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 it is a tremendous amount of value, tremendous amount of value, right? So um, if anybody's interested in, in checking that out, go to bulletproofcasher.com. You can see what's available. They just click the link and set a time and, and I'll have one of my guys reach out. Um, but if you know what, if you want to spend any money, that's cool too, you know, it's no biggie. Uh, if you go to our YouTube channel, we have, over, I don't know, 700 videos there with all types of content and, and podcasts, and all kinds of stuff. We've been, we've been at this game for, for quite a bit now. And uh, I love to share my information and my knowledge with the, with the world. So we do it there on YouTube. So 
but yeah, it's just bulletproof cash flow. Just you know, youtube.com slash bulletproof cash flow, you'll find us there. Love it, folks. And as always, scroll down to whatever show notes or, or description on whatever you're listening to this on. And those links are right there for your clicking pleasure. Don't feel like you have to write this down while you're driving down the road. And uh, Augustino, man, thank you for coming on, especially in the new year, sharing your mindset, your goal setting uh, uh, tactics with us. I think it was a great conversation. And folks, I hope you got a tremendous amount out of this show today. If you did, remember, pay it forward. Someone else you know is struggling with goal setting. Someone else you know is struggling with mindset. Share it, like it, subscribe. Just show the algorithms you enjoyed this and make sure someone else like you who needs to hear this gets to hear it. Augustino, thank you for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. You bet, man. Thanks so much. All right, folks. This has been another episode of the Real Estate Runway Podcast. Until next time, over and out. We hope this episode was insightful and brought value to your day. If so, please be awesome and leave us a five-star review. Find out how Team Quattro can help you at thequattroway.com and scroll down for more info. Until next time, this is the Real Estate Runway Podcast. <laughs>